I came from a low-income family that was, that was struggling. You see how hard life can get. GCE became a part of my life because I don't want my family to fall back into that. I never thought education would take me this far. I'm still young. I still have a lot to do in my life and just want to get things done the way I want with a good education under me. I'm Stacy, and Grand Canyon University helped me find my purpose. What's up, guys, and welcome to the weekly Q&A. Cosmic Outpost, Tyler Shepard, and Lachlan Morris all asked about Project Luminous and the rumors that the next books, comics, and movies are going to take place during the High Republic era. So... We normally don't talk about rumors and all, but the fact that the High Republic was just mentioned in that Kylo Ren comic and it was mentioned way back in Jedi Dooku Lost. That's not it. Dooku Dooku Jedi Jedi Lost. (laughs) Dooku Lost. Um, The fact that it's been mentioned twice makes me think that, okay, this feels like something that has some legs. Uh, Yeah, because they've never called a time period like that the high republic have they uh no this would be something brand new uh and it sounds like it would be separate from the old republic so from the rumors i've seen it would be a few hundred i think i saw 400 or 500 years before the skywalker saga films uh so after the time of darth bane uh but not like the time of darth revan and all that stuff way back when uh, this would be a pretty much fresh era. I mean, mm-hmm. Legends even didn't touch on this very much. So if this turns out to be true, I think it's a pretty good idea. Yeah, I think it would be pretty cool. Do you think we are going to see a younger Yoda? I I, I kind of hope not. Like, I'm <laughs> sure teenage Yoda will appear here and there. I'm, but... I'm trying to think of who would be alive that we would know. I think just Yoda and maybe Yaddle. Yes, Yaddle. <laughs> maybe. Let's get some Yaddle get action. Young, sexy Yaddle. <laughs> uh, well, well, the reason I think it's a good idea is that even Legends didn't cover it. Like, this is a new era for basically everybody. So there's very little emotional baggage. And that's kind of what I've been harping on that they need to get away from the Skywalker saga. They need to get away from the familiar because everyone has been attached to these characters for so long and we have these ideas of what we want to happen introduce some new people at a new time and we can't compare it to what happened before we can't say other than yoda maybe we (laughs) we can't really make those comparisons they can introduce a bunch of brand new characters and ideas and just be like this is all new yeah enjoy it and i guess i would assume it would be when the jedi were kind of at their at their best. I hope. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's kind of the implication is that by the time of the Skywalker saga, they have uh, fallen a bit. They've lost their way. Mm-hmm. And so this could be a new twist on the Jedi. Uh, that would be kind of interesting to see Yoda then and even how his philosophy was and then how it changed over the course of time. I mean, like, I think the Revenge of the Sith novelization talks about how he in his own head is like, oh man, I messed up and like I lost my way. So we could kind of see even Yoda at his best 
I think there's a lot of potential with stuff like this. Yeah, and they wouldn't, I, well, they might be fighting in some kind of war, but what? Well, it's not called Star Peace. Yeah. What would they be up to? Uh, the Again, it's just rumor stuff. Uh, and, well, it does fit in with what was just said in the Kylo Ren, Rise of Kylo Ren comic. Uh, the idea is that they are starting to explore the unknown regions, like Jedi mm-hmm. are going out there. So it might not even take place all that much in the known galaxy it might be about the unknown regions which again good idea to me it's a new location that like we we can't say well that's different from how it was over here it's like no it's the unknown regions we don't know maybe it would be like them going out and discovering new like force sensitives new new people to train yeah uh the still going off this rumor thing that i read they mentioned something about like going out and encountering like powerful dark side users like it it could tie in with exegol maybe they're looking for exegol or something like it the source of the dark power Mm -hmm. which was hinted at in aftermath i will say i would like to see some stuff in the known galaxy i'd love to see you've mentioned before jetta in its prime Mm -hmm. i think octo would probably be lost by then uh, but Jetta, Ilum, like anything that we've seen ruins of, it would be cool to see it back when it was in its heyday. This is also a cool time period, like you said, for them to explore a bunch of new things. This could give us content for all ages with movies, books, and comics, even shows. Maybe we could have books and comics for younger kids, young adults adult i mean i yeah i think that's exactly the plan from they they still haven't said what project luminous is but what we know for sure is that it's books and comics working together to tell one cohesive story they might drop a video game or a tv show or maybe the movies i think there are reports that the movies are going to take place in this era as well it might be bigger than they were first letting on but for sure uh we know that Daniel Jose Older and Claudia Gray are uh, writing, and Claudia has done YA and adult novels. Mm-hmm. Daniel Jose Older has only done Last Shot, but an adult novel. Charles Soule has done tons of Star Wars comics. Um, Justina Ireland has written like a younger reader book, uh, and Kavan Scott usually writes for IDW, which are like the Star Wars Adventures comics, but he's also written uh dooku lost no, that's <laughs> the title of it now so like he's written in a variety of media so yeah. i do think that all of those authors could be like charles soul has written books as well they could all be double dipping and like maybe he writes a comic and a book but in my mind they're each doing like one media mm-hmm. and probably what they have usually done which is yeah a big focus on some of it'll be for adults some of it'll be for kids but to understand the era fully, it's like maybe you have to read it all. Yeah, and like video games too. I mean, Jedi Fallen Order was great. And like many other video games, you could make a sequel or a prequel to a game like that. And it doesn't have to involve the same characters. No, I'd be all for it. Yeah. Like uh, <laughs> what's Star Wars Jedi colon... What's the opposite of Fallen Order? Rising Order? Like, (laughs) High Order. (laughs) 
my my one hope for the sequel to that video game if it gets one is that you can choose a unique character See, that's where things get iffy because like in this last game it was like they wanted to tell one definite concrete story and with this whole canon thing uh i think they're trying to be real careful with that mm -hmm. so well if they were in to introduce padawan like a group of padawans in a book or a comic series and then kind of work with the game creators maybe you could choose which padawan you could play i think what they could do and this would be fine by me is like yeah you can do a custom character uh but there is one canon look and that's what they did for uh kotor is like this is what revan really looks like the one with the mullet <laughs> <laughs> but you can make your revan look however you want but. sure Mikhail Cham and Luminous Being both want to know what we think of the rumors of a JJ cut of The Rise of Skywalker. I tend to believe the industry professionals that we know personally over a Reddit post. I think we all saw the JJ cut. Yeah. That's the movie. Well, that's exactly <laughs> what like industry people in the industry have been saying is like, no, that was it. Like when word of this came out, People with actual sources reached out and asked, and they were like, no, there's nothing that confirms this. Now, will they do something like, I think, Avengers Endgame or Infinity War? They did a re-release, and there were like five or ten extra minutes. Yeah, but it didn't change the story. Right. That's, I, that's what I could see them doing, is being like, here's a little extra at the tail end of its theatrical run if you want to see it again. I mean, has, has Star Wars ever released a director's cut? Of one of the movies? The special editions, I guess, would be the closest thing. But that was all stuff, like, actually added after the fact. Yeah. Uh, but I guess touched it up. could have been stuff George wanted to add. But yes. I mean, that is something where he was like, this was my original vision. Mm -hmm. And in that case, like, I would argue that some of it does impact the story. But not in a major, major way. Like, I don't think that all of a sudden they're going to release the director's cut. And in this one, uh, Ben, ben lives. lives. Like <laughs> like I just said, they're so concerned with the canon and everything. I don't think they're going to be like, oh, hold on. The one you saw earlier is not the canon version. This is the canon version. I do not see that happening. Yeah, I, I didn't look into the whole release the JJ cut anything i saw it trending and i was like no thanks <laughs> i mean it came from reddit from someone with an anonymous source mm. like <laughs> that's how we know it's good and true i will trust the people that we have met at conventions and stuff because like when it came up i asked some people and they were like no <laughs> and okay well i trust you i yeah i do hope that we get some deleted scenes, yes. some extended cuts when when it's released on Blu-ray, but I think that's all it's going to be. Agreed. More rumors. Okay. We're on rumor patrol today. Cat Lover and Dayson Flores both ask what we think of the rumors of a Rebels sequel series coming later this year. Uh, I know that again, this is someone that I trust on Twitter, Jordan Maison. He has said that there are two star wars animated projects in development right now 
it wouldn't surprise me if one of them was a Rebels sequel, so to speak. Yeah, I mean, what they did with Clone Wars and them tacking on this next and last season and doing the whole Clone Wars saved at Celebration, I think this isn't going to be just an extra season. I think it will be like a new show. Yes. But I would not be surprised if this was like a surprise announcement at Celebration and, you know, maybe they had a little trailer or something. It It is a little bit surprising to think of it coming out this year like that seems a little soon but if they've been working on it in secret you know this to me it all feels like what happened with star wars resistance there were rumors of this happening and then in april they made the official announcement and then in september or october it came out Mm -hmm. so i think that we're gonna see Kind of the same thing happen. I bet in April they will announce it at Celebration. We'll get a trailer, maybe the first episode, uh, and then it'll come out September or October again. Like It does seem fast for it to be announced and then out in the same year, but that's what happened with Resistance, so I think... It can happen again. When when is uh, Mandalorian season two supposed to come out? Fall twenty twenty. Uh, I think that could mean anywhere from September to November. I can't remember when the seasons actually begin and end. <laughs> I uh, mean, it would be awesome if we had two Star Wars shows released on Disney Plus in the fall. Like one, maybe a little bit more for grownups, and one animated i mean they're all for grown-ups they're all for kids obviously but well one that appeals more it's more accessible to adults and one that's more accessible to kids they can be enjoyed by all one animated one live action i think that would be super cool now what would it like where would it start what would it be about well there are rumors again from reddit and i read through them and some of them seemed a little i don't know off uh, I don't know that I believe the rumors of specifics, what it's about, but like one half of the story would be about Ahsoka and Sabine seeking Ezra. Makes sense. And then the other half would be about Thrawn and Ezra in the Unknown Regions. Makes uh, that's, sense. That's what I want to see. I mean, I, I do want to see Ahsoka and Sabine, but I really want to see what Ezra and Thrawn are up to. I'm hoping they're, they're best buds at this point. Like, <laughs> Just yeah. working together, making their way through... <laughs> Wherever they are. <laughs> that that all makes sense. And I love the idea of like this group of Imperials just trying their best to survive. Uh, some of it I'm, I'm on the fence about because some of it was like, it, it's about the Chiss and the war with the Grisk as well. Mm-hmm. And on one hand, I'm like, that's cool. On the other hand, I'm like, mm, the Grisk waited five years. Like the last time we saw this in Thrawn Alliances and Treason, like, Chiss civil war was breaking out. Mm-hmm. The Grisk were preparing to attack, and then they're like, "Oh, let's wait five years. Now we're going to attack." So, Seems a little convenient, but on the other hand, I could also see uh, Timothy's on knowing some of these details because I know how far in advance the animated shows are prepared. So Dave Filoni could have been like, "Here's a bunch of stuff for you to set up if you want to." Yeah, I mean, do we know about the Thrawn books where that takes place? The new ones that yeah. are coming out this or that start this year, uh, they're before 
the previous Thrawn books. So it's going to be, okay. it's not going to be like parallel. Mm-hmm. But um, it, unless... it, it, kept, it could set some stuff up for whatever they want to show in this new Rebels show. Maybe they could show Thrawn's flashbacks or something. It, it could also be something like Thrawn Alliances where it had flashbacks and present day stuff. So yeah, maybe, maybe it'll show what Thrawn and Ezra did for a little bit and then the show picks up from there. Yeah. I could see that. So again, it's a lot of rumors and speculation right now. Uh, the basics of it, Ahsoka and Sabine and also Thrawn and Ezra, that part makes sense. Mm-hmm. Some of the more specific, like the more specific that post got, I was like, I don't know about this, but it could be. Yeah, I mean, just like brand new animated shows, I think we're more likely to get another season of Rebels or another show continuing the story of Rebels instead of another like brand new kind of thing like Resistance. Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, I I think that we're probably just based off of Jordan talking about two series, two animated series coming. I bet one will be new. Uh, and then maybe maybe High Republic. I don't know. One will be new. One will be the sequel series. I have no idea. Jordan hasn't said, oh, this is what they are. And I haven't asked. Like, I think that it's just interesting that I, I do believe that two are in development. And like you said, we'd get like an animated show and then Mandalorian right after that. I think slash hope we're soon going to find ourselves in a time where we have that kind of alternating Disney Plus schedule where it's like, Here's eight weeks or 12 weeks of Clone Wars. And then, uh, well, not this year because I think this is the final season. But here's here's 12 <laughs> weeks of the uh, Rebels sequel. And then we get The Mandalorian. And then here's 12 weeks of the other animated show. And then we get Kenobi. Mm-hmm. And like we just constant stream <laughs> new weekly Star Wars stuff. Give it, give it all to us. Mm-hmm. Mikkel Viss wants to know if future big Star Wars movies will ever open the same way that the Skywalker saga did with the big yellow letters and the John Williams Star Wars theme. I think they will. I think that we might take a little bit of a break. I imagine that eventually we're going to get to another saga, whether it's the Old Republic saga, the High Republic saga. I think there's going to be another trilogy coming. And... I can't imagine that they would just do away with that forever. Yeah, that's... I I don't know. That's pretty iconic stuff we're talking about. And, you know, even if John Williams decides to not do any more Star Wars... He has said that he's done. ...movies, yeah. And rightfully so. He's done a lot. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, that's just... That's... I feel like that's a staple for any kind of big saga movie. If it's a, if it's like solo, kind of like a more of a spin-off type thing, I understand not putting it in, but I don't know, so like I would prefer it to stay the I, way. Yeah. It's yeah. more like in my heart, I'm like I don't want that to be the last time I've ever seen that. Maybe what they could do is still big old yellow letters that fly away, we get the crawl. And it starts the same, uh, but then it could shift into a slightly different theme. Mm. 
like and then instead of going like it could just be something a little different do you like how i did that yeah and either way i i hope that it stays uh but i hope that they don't use it as a way to do a big heavy setup for the movie like in rise of skywalker what do you mean like the Rise of Skywalker crawl was a lot to take in. <laughs> I, w- I was joking with Molly the last time we were studying for the Schmodown. I was like, let's keep track of every word that's capitalized in the crawl. Uh, and they usually have one or two. And I think the Rise of Skywalker had six things capitalized in it. And I was <laughs> like, I never would have noticed that if we hadn't been studying for the Schmodown. But I was like, whoa, but, this uh, is a lot. Yeah, not just that, but like. Palpatine's back. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The dead speak. I just... Here's a bunch of other information. (laughs) I'm just trying to say, I don't think that's the last time we've seen big yellow letters, fanfare, crawl. I think that'll be back. Christian Longo asks if Rex and Luke ever interacted, and if Rex knew Anakin became Darth Vader. I think that we could see Rex and Luke interact in a sequel series. Two rebels. Uh, mm. Like, people always ask, did Rex meet Luke? Did Ahsoka meet Luke? Like, Mark Hamill's a prolific voice actor. <laughs> he can voice his own character. That's true. Um, it, at first thought, I would say no. I don't know why. I just, I don't see that as something that the story group wants to dive into. Like, Rex and Luke meeting... Maybe Ahsoka meeting Luke, but I don't know. See, I, I like the idea, and they were both on Endor together, so even then they might have met up at the party and had a little chat. Uh, <laughs> now, did Rex know Anakin was Vader? See, like, Ahsoka only found out at the end of Season 2, and then she got separated from Rex, so I don't know. I don't think he knows. I don't think he cares. I think he would care. <laughs> I, I kind of hope he doesn't know because I think it would make him sad. Yeah. And he's already like, he's lost so many brothers. Yeah. And he had such respect for the Jedi. I think it would just make make him sad. Or maybe he finds out and he's like, somewhere deep down, I knew. Or maybe maybe if he finds out who he was after Anakin's redemption, he'd be like, I, I always knew he was still in there. Something like that. I'll forgive him for all the really bad stuff he did. (laughs) (laughs) That's it for patron questions. If you're a patron and you didn't see your question answered here, just head over to Patreon where we left you a written response or we're working on it. We kind of took a break for the holidays and we're going back through all those weeks and we're writing out responses to hundreds of questions. So we're getting through them. Uh, If you're not a patron, you can learn more by following the link in the description. Just a dollar a month will get you access to extra Star Wars explained content like audio commentaries for the films. We just finished doing them all for The Mandalorian, so now we're back to Clone Wars commentaries, and this week's episode is Pursuit of Peace, so that's all available right now if you're interested. On to YouTube questions. We still got a lot about The Mandalorian. So Lachlan Tang asks, what IG-88 and Eleven and other bounty hunter droids spent their money on? Whatever they need to stay alive. I mean... I'm going to say upgrades. Yeah. Like, they, they would go out and find people like Babu Frick... And just, yeah, get get some weapons, 
upgrades maybe i mean i think they all need similar stuff as humans do like i think they they instead of food they need power instead of water they need oil we've (laughs) seen that uh 3po is really excited about getting his oil bath so Mm -hmm. like just because they're droids doesn't mean they don't have needs (laughs) (laughs) maybe they uh they buy some friends oh some some little other droid friends i guess you can build your own friends (laughs) Yeah. I mean, BB-8 turned on Dio and they became best buds. I wonder what the droid hierarchy of needs is. But mm. I, I, like, I think that they have their own set of priorities. and yeah. I like oil baths and like the that episode of Clone Wars where R2 goes to that droid spa. Yeah. And he was there to enjoy himself. Yeah. It's not like he's like, I need maintenance. He's like, no, I'm going to treat myself. <laughs> Other than treating themselves, which I absolutely think that they should do, maybe they spend money on Intel. Yeah, I mean, I think there's a an IG-88 comic that was in the Age of Rebellion series where he's kind of in it for the notoriety, and it mm-hmm. sounds like IG-11 kind of was too. Uh, so yeah, I'm sure they've spent it on becoming better bounty droids, and that seems like a running theme with robots in all sci-fi is like that they want to be the best at whatever they do so Mm -hmm. do you think ig11 told them off screen like make sure to tell my story and how (laughs) and how heroic i was make sure i get the credit for this yeah make sure the tiny baby yoda remembers me Speaking of Baby Yoda, Victor Gazier wants to know who had Baby Yoda in the very first episode. So somebody had him in this town that they were just keeping him in their room. I assume it was another bounty hunter? I I don't think this is something we're ever going to learn. Maybe. Uh, But, well, okay, got an idea. (laughs) Hold on. (laughs) All right, buckle up. So... It just seemed to be a criminal organization. Could be anyone. Could be Crimson Dawn, Black Sun, whatever's left of the huts, you know, whoever. It just was, it it was like your standard hut criminal gang. Um, My gut instinct is that we're never going to know, and it's just like, Baby Yoda is precious and everybody wants him for some reason. Uh, But if... The, the person at the end of chapter five is Boba Fett or any other bounty hunter. Maybe that bounty hunter was hired by whoever had Baby Yoda first. So now it's like in season two, the Mandalorian and Baby Yoda are being chased by what's left of the Empire, Moff Gideon, and this criminal syndicate just kind of upping the ante a little bit. Hmm. What if it's Baby Yoda's family? Why did they, <laughs> they hired a bunch of Nictos? To protect him and them. And Where he, were they? And here it's hiding. They so, heard all the shooting and they were like, well. And they left their baby in his little egg? Yeah. Oh. Well, then it's their fault the Mandalorian took him, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. I don't know if this is something we'll ever find out unless it is that mysterious uh, character from the end of the Gunslinger episode. Yeah. Now I could see it going either way. I My gut says... We just won't know. And the implication is that a lot of people want this baby. Mm. Jackalope asks if Din will ever get a paint job for his armor. I think he will. Um, 
right now, I think his armor is supposed to represent like a clean slate where his previous armor was like a checkered past. It lost its integrity, literally. So now he's a new person. He seems to have pretty much built a complete set. So I think what is next is for, yeah, him to set his clan's colors. Mm -hmm. So it'll probably be green based. (gasps) What if he has like a green helmet and everything else is like beige? (laughs) (laughs) Could be. Or maybe like the Darth Maul Death Watch people had like Zabrak horns on their helmets. Maybe he'll put little ears on his. I think there's there are cosmetic upgrades we can see to the armor still. <laughs> Caden St. Pierre wants to know if we could ever see an Imperial Inquisitor come after Baby Yoda. How dare you? <laughs> so I think that in Star Wars Rebels, it was supposed to be that the fifth brother, the seventh sister, and the eighth brother were the last Inquisitors. They were the last of their kind. But I do think it would be pretty interesting... If they retconned that, because I don't think it was ever explicitly said, mm-hmm. and we had an Imperial Inquisitor still a part of Moff Gideon's group or whatever, if one were still around, I think that would be a really interesting enemy and threat for the Mando. What if it is an Imperial Inquisitor that, like, I don't know, rejected his purpose as, as an Inquisitor He's still got, like, a lightsaber and stuff, but he's, like, retired. And then he decides to help and be a good guy. (laughs) (laughs) I like the idea of an Inquisitor as a a threat. But, like, we already have a lightsaber-wielding bad guy, so... Darksaber. Yeah. Yeah. That that seems a bit redundant. Yeah. I I don't know. I just like the Inquisitors. It it does sound like a cool idea. I don't know that I want to see a ton of Force-sensitive people and lightsabers in this particular show yeah i'm with you i i I like that it pops up infrequently and only in the hands of baby yoda yeah it makes it seem magical and special somehow everyone is like this baby can do things and you know the armor is like well i've heard tales of such creatures and no one really knows about the jedi really at least where we're at like it seems like the Force and the Jedi have just kind of, like, been forgotten. Yeah. It's interesting that we as the audience have seen this stuff dozens, hundreds of times. We know all about the Force, but every time Baby Yoda, like, picks up his hand, you're like, oh, he's gonna do the thing! <laughs> do the magic hands, Baby Yoda. <laughs> Revelod 2000 asks, if someone could bleed the Darksaber, and what would that look like? I don't know... Like, there, the, there's something different and special about the Darksaber. For me, personally, I don't think it's something that you could bleed like a like a regular crystal. See, that, we, we don't know what powers it. Kanan does say when he's training Sabine that the crystals will find themselves attracted to each other. So I do think there's a crystal in there. Is it a kyber crystal? I don't know. <laughs> like, how does it... Maybe it's just the way the hilt works that it channels the energy differently. Mm-hmm. But if it is a kyber crystal, I kind of want to say that it could be bled just because I think it would look neat. <laughs> I mean, we know from uh, Master and Apprentice there are, like, other types of crystals 
that have different powers. So maybe it's it's something different, something new. Yeah. So if it were to bleed, my guess is that the black part would turn red. Uh, the white is what stays the same on a regular lightsaber. So I want to say that the glow, for whatever reason, would stay the same, but the the core would turn red. Mm. But it could it would still look pretty cool if the white glow turned red instead. Like I don't know. I I just like the idea that it's part of Mandalorian history and in the right hands, you know, in the right leader's hands, it I don't know, represents something good. Yeah. And obviously it's in the wrong hands right now, but and I would say it was in the wrong hands when it was with Death Watch. Yes. But yeah, it, it's a it's a symbol, and I guess it depends on who's wielding it as to what it's a symbol for. Mm-hmm. Or maybe they'll destroy it. I don't know. Hmm. Maybe it's too dangerous. That's all the time we have for questions today. If you want to leave a question for next week's video, just put it in the comments below or sign up for Patreon to join our weekly Q&A discussion. If you haven't already, please like this video, subscribe to the channel, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. And as always, thanks for watching, and may the Force be with you. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.